when they want to make money off of stuff. And, and like I said on the last show, the solar flares just can't come soon enough. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Tony, this one is from Steve. Um, so Steve says, I'm trying to get my new lady into a fetish that I have for doing it out in the open. I like fooling around in the park, on the bus, and, and the train, in Ubers and taxis, even at the movies. See, me and my last chick used to get it in all over the place, up in the dressing room at Macy's. And Steve, like I told you before, you better not be on Fulton Street with that shit. Take that mess to King's Plaza. I'm sorry, Tony. In the restaurant booth, just anywhere we got the urge. I need some tips on getting my new lady to be more of a freak body, as you say. Please help. Peace, Steve. And by the way, Steve is 40 and he's from New York. So this one, this one, you know, I try to be very neutral and, you know, everything for me is a judgment-free zone. That's my responsibility. judgment-free. But Steve, come on now. Um, so I would say if your current partner is more conservative, you can't expect her to go from zero to a hundred just like that. Um, you know, especially because your last partner was like that. So that's, you know, number one, don't compare her to your last partner. Um, that's extremely unfair to your new lady. Um, but, you know, I was wondering, have you communicated to her what you like? So I don't know. He didn't mention how long they've been together. I think he just said his new lady. Um, but you know how when you're in the talking stage and you kind of, you know, by that third or fourth conversation, you're talking about, okay, what's your favorite sexual position or things like that. Like, did you have a conversation, Steve, that you like it, like, really, really freaky, um, that you like doing it outdoors? It's almost a requirement to be satisfied. Like, did you have that communication? Um, so I think that is something that if you didn't have the conversation about, you might want to have it sooner rather than later. Um if you did have a conversation, you know, I'm curious to know, like, how receptive she was. If it, you know, if it's not her thing, then, you know, that technically, Steve, is still on you because you pursued her. Um, but more importantly, to answer your question. Um, so first thing, I would at least start with a level three because you're at 100. You're expecting her to be at 100 already, Steve. Um, so start at level three at least. Go to the movies, um, start off touching each other to see where that goes. Um, what I will say is don't go to the movies with a sole purpose of wanting to get busy in a the theater because it's going to come off as you just using her to get your rocks off. So I don't want it to be a situation where you're just trying to, any woman that you be with, you're trying to just go places to have sex and you're not investing in the relationship. So do things like that. Make her feel comfortable. That's the most important thing because you can't expect somebody to be out in the middle of the park giving you head and she's not comfortable and feeling like she's in a safe space. So I think, Steve, you know, I don't know how it, uh, initiated with a previous person that you were with, if she was already on 100 when you met her. But with this new person, don't compare her to your first uh, relationship. You have to start from square one, make sure the communication is open, and make sure she is in a safe and trusting space. I think that's the most important thing, but definitely have that communication with her. But don't expect her to, like, you know, hop on a flight and give you head next to the lady who's in the third seat. Like that's a little bit unrealistic. So just, I don't want to say lower your um, expectations, but I will say just be realistic. Yeah. You, know, you have to like, like um, um, our men's panel, you know, we talked about this one. 
And, you know, you have to ease people into kinks. You can't just expect yeah. it to just be ready to just dive right into something that you've been doing a long time. Like, you have to communicate. You have to, you know, kind of warm them up to that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Steve, my thing is this. Don't get caught. You and your lady could end up on the sex offender registry, so chill out. And you know what, Steve? Um, like I told you in the other video, be assertive and effective because assertive and effective communication is key. Be direct. And Tony, it's, I don't know. It's a lot of exhibitionism these days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe it's the stock market or something. I don't know. So next we have uh, Anonymous from Ohio. And she writes, my husband has ED, also known as erectile dysfunction. He tried those mints they sell on television called Hymns, but it's not working for him. Do you have any suggestions? We have been together 27 years and we have two kids and five grandkids. I love him dearly and I want him to get it up so we can do like we used to do back in the day before the kids. Um, she sounds like a fun lady, Tony. <laughs> Seriously. And, yes. and see, guys, this is what you, you guys should you know, aspire for. You know, 27 years they've been together. Um, but Tony, what should Anonymous do? Yes. So hi, Anonymous. So firstly, congratulations on 27 years of marriage, because that is amazing. Um, so erectile dysfunction, it involves abnormalities in the penile arteries, um, the veins, or both. And this is especially in older men. So when the problem is arterial, it's usually caused by something called arterial sclerosis or hardening of the of the arteries, um, although trauma in the arteries can be caused. Um, so first things first, I was suggesting a doctor just to further assess why your husband is experiencing ED. So, you know, by just taking a mint, um, you know, that you got or you saw on TV is definitely not going to treat the underlying cause. So that is the most important thing is you definitely all, always want to see a doctor because it can be due to a number of things. It could be smoking, being overweight, um, a medical condition, alcohol or drug use. Um, and sometimes it's just not being physically active. You know, and I know like since the pandemic started, a lot of our lifestyles have changed. So for me, you know, I've been working from home for three years. So this is like literally the laziest I've ever been in my life. Um, so it's just a number of things. A lot of people have become physically inactive and not because of laziness, just because of circumstances. So before starting something like that, um, you know, definitely make some lifestyle changes and then, you know, see if that could help. But that's after speaking to a doctor. Um, as far as the intimacy front goes, um, I would suggest things like sensual massages, um, using cock rings. So just... um. I have visuals for this question. So as Ooh, far nice. as cock rings go, um, what a cock ring does it is, is it prolongs ejaculation. So this one here, this is actually a couple's toy. So hopefully you can see it, right? This is called RNB, like rhythm and blues, RNB. Um, so the way this works as far as the cock ring goes, you're going to have a little bit of lube here and slide it onto the base of the penis. And then what it does is it's going to prolong ejaculation. So if you do have instances where he is able to get an erection, definitely consider using a cock ring. Um, we don't sell them where it's just the ring. Um, 
you know, that you can just quickly throw on. But this one, like I said, it's a couple's one. So while this is on the penis, um, there's a little button here because this is a bullet and these will hit, these little bunny ears will hit the clitoris. So as you're thrusting, you're both feeling a slight sensation. But the more important thing is it's prolonging ejaculation for him. So you get a two for one on this one, because if you don't want to use it with a penis, like you and your partner can have um, foreplay, he can use this on you. So this is our version of a bullet. Okay. And it is USB chargeable. And so you're going to hold, there's a little button right here. You're going to hold that button down for about four seconds and it's vibrating. So your husband can, you know, rub this on your clitoris while giving massage. He can rub this on the nipples. So that's where that intimacy and essential massages come in. This has uh, multiple speeds. So you can do something like that. Um, we have another one, which is pretty much the exact same concept. And this one is called Rise and Shine. So if you feel like, mm, um, this one might be a little too small or stripping. It does actually stretch. Um, Rise and Shine is a little more stretchy. So I'm going to pull out our friend again, right? So um, this goes, like I said, the base of the penis all the way down here. So once this is squeezed, it helps to prolong ejaculation. Right. And like I said, it helps to put lube on it just so that it doesn't pull hairs or make him uncomfortable. OK, um, so I would suggest something like that. You know, if he does experience his moments where he is able to get in or experience an erection. Um, and like I said, it's going to help prolong the ejaculation. We also have a spray. It's called stamina. And stamina is a prolonging spray. So you you know, put this on the penis and it prolongs ejaculation. So that's something that I would consider as well. Um, also, as far as like the foreplay front, we have these cards. So we have a lot of things for not necessarily intercourse, but we have foreplay things as well. So this um, game, it's a card game. It's called Delicious Encounters. And it's basically um, like oral sex game. So it has, uh, let's see... It's, of course, um, 50 different foreplay and oral sex positions. Um, it contains 25 oral sex cards for him and 25 for her. Um, so you can, you know, use these, something like these, and, you know, continue with intimacy and, you know, keeping it fresh like you did before the kids. Um, also, I wanted to talk about foods as well. And for this, I did a little research. So I want to read a couple of things. Um, there are foods that would also help. Um, you know, uh, so this is basically nine foods that can help uh, keep a stronger erection or help sustain an erection. Um, this is from the men's, uh, from the Proactive Men's Medical Center. They're actually based in Cincinnati, Ohio. And so the first one being watermelon, um, it's good for a good erection because it dilates and relaxes blood vessels, making it easier for blood flow to the penis. So the next one is spinach and other leafy greens. And spinach is high in nitric acid and therefore like other hard, like other hard erection foods helps arteries expand and fill up with blood. Next one is coffee. Um, so coffee is good for 
penis growth. I'm not quoting that, but I'm just reading from this um, article here. But basically, because coffee has caffeine in it, caffeine is an effective penis food because it relaxes uh, the smooth muscles of the penis, paving the way for blood to fill up. Next, we have dark chocolate. So, you know, dark chocolate is a top food for strong erection because it's packed with flavanols, which make it easier for blood flow through the body. Um, however, because dark chocolate is also uh, often high in sugar and fat, eating too much can help gain weight. So remember earlier when I mentioned that um, one of the causes could be because of you know, overweight. So you just, you know, might want to be a little mindful when it comes to dark chocolate. Um, an ounce of dark chocolate has 155 calories um, and nine grams of fat. So just, it might not be the healthiest of foods to choose from when helping, you know, consider an erection. Next is salmon. Everybody loves salmon. Um, salmon is one of the best foods to help get erect because it's rich in vitamin D. And vitamin D has been shown to help prevent endothelial dysfunction, which is when your arteries, blood vessels, and organs aren't able to properly circulate blood. Next, we have pistachios. So pistachios are packed with something called arginine. The arginine encourages the production of nitric acid, which in turn helps regulate blood flow to the penis and other parts of the body. Uh, we also have almonds, walnuts, and other nuts because they are rich in high-density lipoprotein. Next is orange and blueberries. So although oranges and blueberries seem to have little in common with dark chocolate, they share one important trait, which is the flavonoids. So this makes them one of the best foods for erectile dysfunction. Uh, flavonoids encourage the blood flow, which allows the penis to become engorged after it's stimulated. And then the last one, number nine, is spicy hot foods. So thanks to capsaicin, which is found in hot peppers, a little hot sauce or a little habanero on the side may help with getting an erection. Um, so like I said, this was, um, you know, I did a little bit of research. This was something, uh, an article from the Proactive Men's Medical Center. Um, but then, you know, lastly, um, Overall, it's just still important to keep intimacy, you know, even if it doesn't involve penetration. So, um, you know, touching, massaging, you know, that's a great route to experiencing um, intimacy when you're, you know, when erectile dysfunction is involved. And also one thing that I would say is just important to talk to your husband so that he doesn't feel pressured to get an erection. Because if you don't have that conversation with him, every time you go to massage him or just touch his body, he might think, okay, she's wanting this to result in penetration. And it might just be you wanting that intimacy, intimacy aspect of it. So just assure, you know, assure him tonight is just a couple's massage night, you know, or tonight might be a night that we play this oral sex game or something like that, but have a conversation. But more importantly, um, I highly recommend um, and encourage him to see a doctor just to determine what the underlying causes of his ED. What I do want to suggest though he, do, he does is get his uh, testosterone checked out. Um, also, uh, estradiol and, and uh, SHBG. Uh, it's called sex hormone binding, sex hormone binding globulin. He can do all of that in, in, in endocrinologists. 
or at a men's wellness clinic. And once the labs come back, you know, the doctor may suggest TRT, um, testosterone replacement therapy, or something lighter like Cialis or Viagra. I mean, there are even studies out on this drug called teremaphine, and it's a cancer drug, but they show that um, they people get improvement, you know, with testosterone production when they take it in certain doses. But however, I am not a medical professional, so please consult with, you know, an endocrinologist or urologist or your primary and write us back and let us know how everything goes. And congratulations on making 27 years of marriage. And and also, you know what, because you know, Tony, you know I'm nosy. I want to, we want to know how you, how you two met, you know, all those years ago. Um, but Tony, next up we have Sheeta. And Sheeta's uh, 35 and she's from Philly. So Sheeta says, hi, Chris, David, and Coach Tony. I have a problem orgasming without having the music on. And my husband absolutely hates it. What can I do? Okay, so hi, Sheeta. <laughs> um, so at first I was wondering, what is the root cause of not being able to orgasm without the music playing? And without knowing that, my first instinct was to just suggest speaking with a therapist. Um, but what I will say is, as far as working you know, with your husband, you both have to get on the same page. So I don't think the music is the worst thing in the world, but sometimes a little spontaneity goes a long way without having to get up and set up a playlist and, you know, things like that. Um, so in the meantime, maybe you both can compromise, start off with turning the music down a little bit lower. So I don't know if his gripe is, is the music blasting. Maybe you can turn the music down, you know, and then the next time make it go lower and then a little bit lower. And then just keep trying until you can both get on, you know, a meeting ground, but also I would definitely recommend that you meet him in the middle and periodically um, practice doing it with the music off, you know, and if that means you got to switch it up and introduce a couple's toy just to, you know, give you some added distraction to help you to, to orgasm, then, you know, go for it. Um, but you're not going to have a situation where 100% of the time you're going to have to be able to get up and get music on. That's very unrealistic. But meet your husband in the middle. You know, if he has an issue with the music, obviously there's a reason why you both need to talk about it. Um, and here we go with the communication you know, thing again. Like a lot of these is, uh, instances can be resolved or handled if you both communicated like why you need music and why he hates the music. Is it the type of music? Like, are you rocking heavy metal while you two are, you know, getting busy? Um, so I would just say... Start by practicing to lower the music a little bit lower, a little bit lower until it's very low and potentially off. But then in the meantime, you also have to give him a bone and turn it off sometimes and see, you know, how you two can work and kind of meet on a, on a middle ground. And, you know, Tony, um, I wonder if it's the radio because the radio can be jarring. You know, with all of the ads and the differences in, in like, um, audio processing. I don't know. I'm a nerd when it comes to stuff like that. But I wonder if that's what it is. Another thing I was thinking, maybe you two can cultivate your own playlist of, like, your wedding song, provided you all had a reception and things like that. Or, you know, 
the song that you know you two really like, but just work together to, to cultivate a playlist that belongs to just you two. Um, and maybe something like that would help. But in the meantime, I would still suggest, you know, trying to work with your husband and switching it up a bit and trying it without the music and maybe adding something else to enhance that experience. Um, Sheeta and also other people who've written, um, write us back. And if you're, you know, a new person writing us, um, let us know your marital status. Um, let us know how long you've been with your partner or whoever you're with. Um, and that's, you know, just really it. That's what we want to know. Cause that helps us with, you know, answering these questions for you all. Tony, we have this new segment on the show. It's called it's giving. And I don't know, like she is just giving serial killer with the radio turned all the way up. <laughs> Like, I mean, Sheeta, do you sleep with it on, too? Like, I'm just joking, Sheeta. Sheeta, I'm, I'm just, you know me. You know I joke. But write us back. If everyone write us back, okay? Um, Tony, do we have time for a few more? Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this next one comes from Will. Will's 56, and he's from California. Will says, I have an active lifestyle, so I play often. Recently, I've been taking this new medication, and I noticed that it takes me too long to ejaculate. I have spoken with my physician about it, and he says it should wear off with time. Can I do anything in the meantime? Thanks, Will. Yeah, so with this one, um, first of all, hi, Will. Um, I don't know if that's the only uh, advice that your doctor gave you, or if, you know, he gave you additional feedback, and this is like a condensed version of what you're trying to relate to us. Um, but if that's the only thing he said, then I would definitely try to seek an opinion from another physician. Now, delayed ejaculation, it does depend on a number of things. In this case, you gave us the reason, which is your new medication. So, um, and then just in my research, what I noticed is that a lot of medications that were on the list of reasons for delayed uh, ejaculation are potentially medications that you would have to likely be on for the long term. So I'm not sure if that's your situation um, and that's your business. Um, And so, of course, I'm not a medical doctor, but I would suggest that you talk to your doctor about maybe revisiting the dosage to see if that could maybe help. but delayed ejaculation can be either temporary or a life, uh, lifelong problem. So, you know, one thing that I that stuck out to me was that the complications or one of the complications can be diminished sexual pleasure. Um, so I would just recommend going back to your doctor simply because, and unfortunately, I don't have a lot of information to give you on this, simply because I feel like it's the responsibility is partly in your doctor's hand instead of saying, oh, it's going to wear off over time. Because what does that mean? What is over time? Is that in two weeks, two months, nine months? Like you want to be comfortable um, when you're experiencing intimacy and you don't want, of course, your um, sexual pleasure to diminish over it. Um So I would say talk again to your doctor. And if your doctor isn't receptive to that, then maybe um, consider talking to another doctor. Um, But you just want to get specifics on what it is that you can do. Um, 
Can you reduce the dosage? Is there like another version of that medication that you can take? Um, so that's just something that's important. I feel like I didn't really give like a whole bunch of information. And I, you know, I want to tread lightly simply because I'm not a doctor and this involves your medication. Um, but just in doing my research, you've kind of like pinpointed for us the exact reason why it's happening, which is the medication. So, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Will, thanks for writing us and, and definitely, you know, take Coach Tony's advice, um, check into what I suggested for, you know, Anonymous, who, you know, has been married for 27 years, her, her husband. And you know, Tony, is funny. It's something I noticed about Will and the Anonymous, you know, from 27 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell that they're older by how they space their sentences. Like, I'm thinking, like, when they learned how to type, they probably learned how to type on typewriters. Mm-hmm. Like, me and you did. Because, yeah. you know, we, we you know, we're, we're good and grown. We're good and grown. Um, that was really cool to see you kids missed out. And you know what? You know what else, Tony? Remember you used to have to have the whiteout handy in case you yeah. made a mistake? Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, the kids, they really missed out. Like, they don't even learn cursive anymore. I, I mean, they, listen, they barely know how to use a ruler. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But, Tony, are you in the mood for one more? Yes. Let's take one more. Awesome. Okay, so this one comes from Terrence. Terrence is 28 from Philly. Hi, my name is Terrence and I'm 28 years old. I have a foot fetish, but I can't tell my wife because she might leave me. Hold up. Terrence Howard. Remember, <laughs> I, I just, I had to, I had to, because remember his character in the, in the Best Man, Mike the Feet. Uh-huh. Character <laughs> Clinton. Um, but anyway, take it away, Tony. Um, so I don't see an issue with having a profession unless you're leaving out a significant part of the story. Um, so like, have you done anything that was disrespectful to your wife involving your fetish? Um, are you entertaining other people's feet, you know, that don't belong to your wife? Um, I mean, talk to your wife. She might like it as long as you're giving her feet the attention and not to someone else. Like, I really don't see a problem with that. She might like the added attention to her feet. Um, But I really don't think this is a fetish or something that's worthy of being left for. So um, you could just be panicking like, oh, my wife might like me because I never told her about this. But um, it's never too late to open up those lines of communication. Just have the conversation. And it's not even a difficult conversation. It really isn't. Um, So just speak to your wife. Um, let her know what it is you like, maybe why you like it, and then just incorporate that into your intimacy. And, you know, Terrence, I hope you and uh, your wife, Shelby, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I hope your wife isn't that petty to just leave you over that. I mean, we got men staying with women out here who got pregnant during their marriage. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. I highly doubt that she'll leave you, but I mean, I could be wrong. You know, just like I'm still trying to hold on to faith that Casey isn't going to go run and get a BBL. But I don't know, Tony. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So Jamel from last season, he followed up with us. He uh, he uh, remember he wanted to get his girlfriend to try uh, anal on him. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jamel is 37. He's from Long Island. And he writes, me and my girl are black. (laughs) She's a bit. (laughs) Okay. She's a little bit younger than me, but we are around the same age. Okay. I got her to do it because you said there are were health benefits. She thought I was lying, but she watched for herself. Well, 
Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, just do your research on prostate massage and, you know, things of that nature. But, you know, Jamel, I'm very glad that you are comfortable enough to have that conversation with your girlfriend. And um, I'm glad that it worked out. Congratulations, Jamel. I mean, I'm glad we were able to open you up to a whole new world. <laughs> but anyway, Coach, I'm a mess. <laughs> I know, I'm, in, I'm, a mess. I'm in trouble. Um, Coach Tony, are there any takeaways from these folks today? The most important thing is always going to be communication. Um, a lot of our questions that we answer or we, you know, talk about can be solved by just having open lines of communication with our partners. So that's probably the biggest takeaway today. And I'll probably always, you know, and we all can use improvement on our uh, communication skills. Even me, you know, there's sometimes where I want to like get upset with my husband, but then I'm like, I got to check myself like, wait, you didn't specifically say this, that, and the third, like you didn't communicate needed it now or something like that. So um, communication is always important, keeping those lines of communication open, but just also being self-aware of what it is that you shared, you know, with your partner and the ramifications of not sharing certain things. Absolutely. And yeah, because see, Tony is that Tony's a Leo, everyone, you know, <laughs> you know, they're ready to. Uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, Tony's a sweetheart. Tony's a sweetheart. But you, Tony, you know, it's crazy. I read this article about this woman, um, and I don't even know if the article was real. It could have been one of those like Watt, Wattpad articles, but she said that she divorced her husband because she found out he won a bet to take her virginity. And oh, I'm like, wow, that's terrible. Yeah, I would divorce too. I wonder how long they were married. I don't even know if it was real because yeah. it was on like this sketchy website you know i read everything you know <laughs> i i you know me i'm a sponge but speaking of bets though i'm willing to bet that casey gets that bbl i hope not i, I hope she don't i hope she doesn't but i mean she's 21 you know like these these again it's gen z like they're out here just yoloing you know but when i was you know? 21 i was in a relationship this guy, he called me at midnight on my 21st birthday. And we were together for a couple of years and we were even engaged. And I was tiny. And he loved me for my little booty. And, you know, <laughs> that's just what it was, you know? Like, and then, you know, I don't know how, like I said, I don't know how old Casey's boyfriend is, but I'm assuming he's not that much older. He can't handle a BBL, you know? He just likes to look at him, but, you know... And now in this booty I got, I'm on a treadmill every night trying to work it off. <laughs> so. But you know, Tony, it's really hard to lose butt. Like, it's really hard to lose. But yeah. it, booty is one of those things where it's like you either have it or you don't. Yeah. Because you, you can work out, you can do squats and lunges and all of those leg day exercises. And I mean, it's just going to get more muscular, whatever you have. Right. You know, and if you have... It's really not going to get smaller because it's just all in your like structure. Yeah, you know, it's all in how you're built. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, and, yeah. Sometimes I walk past the mirror and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> so, Casey, just be patient. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the other thing is too, you know, as you age, you know, your body changes. Um, she may decide to have children. 
Mm-hmm. Her body's really going to change then. Yes. And that's the other thing. Like, don't pay attention to how these, you know, these Hollywood folks have kids, you know, and how they snap right back. Because a lot of times they're not having the kid. <laughs> you know, they'll they'll make you think they're having the kid. But, you know, um, Casey, stay in your lane. Like, that's the best advice I could I could give her is to just stay in her lane and have that talk with, mm-hmm. with Anthony. Have that talk with him and... and see where his head is. And like I said, too, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Start liking some of these, you know, these these IG fitness, uh, you know, trainers, fit, fitness trainers. Mm-hmm. Start liking some of their picks. Start liking some of these NFL players' picks, some of these ball players' picks. Um, but anyway, this was fun. Yes. And we even, guys, we even got a little small, little mini toy buying guy. <laughs> like, right in time for the holidays. Yes. You know? And I mean, and here's the thing. I have to say this because I did make a significant observation. A lot of you all write in and you just start talking at us with no background. And Tony, you know where I'm going with this because I always go back to my husband is gay, please advise. Like, just a little bit of background. Like, don't give us too much. And Star, I'm looking at you. keep the question question short like rule of thumb I could say like three like old school three four old school Twitter posts so if you remember Twitter used to be um, 140 characters so 140 times three that's like 420 see you see that see what I did okay all right but Tony I've been on this math kick today like with all these different (laughs) <laughs> tools here like i've been all oh, man it fell but i've been on this math kick i don't know but anyway um listen hanif anonymous with the husband you think is gay and everyone from our previous q a episode write us back we did not forget yes also because i really want to know tony I, I gotta know what the hell that lady watching thinks that i, like, I need to know what happened with hanif listen Hanif, um, I'm I'm at the point where Hanif, where like, and I don't want to do this where because I have this info. Like, I'm really about to just say, hey, like, what's going on? I don't know, but either way, Hanif, just check in, write us back, let us know how you're doing. You know, even with therapy. Um, uh, 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 Terrence, who else? Will, Sheeta, Steve, Casey, Kelly, Burr, okay, <laughs> and all the anonymous callers. Tony, I can call them callers, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> technically they wrote in, but I mean, we don't have a phone. Like, there's no phone here. I mean, right. I'm not giving my number out. We're not giving out Coach Tony's number. I mean, well, you could get her number. It's online, but just don't bother her unless it's, you know, you want to hire her for something. Um, but anyway, write us back. Let us know how things are going for you. And we're going to be doing more of these in the new year. So get your questions in. Wow. Because Coach Tony is booked, and so am I. And you know what I say every show. So let everyone know how they can get in touch with you, Tony. www.thekittychronicles.co. Uh, it features my blog, a couple of YouTube videos, things like that. 
from that, you can get to Bedroom Candy, but if you want to get straight to the good stuff, my Bedroom Candy site is www.bkparties.com slash 6109. If you take too long on the site, you'll probably time out of my specific website. So just remember ID 6109. And then also follow me, follow me on Instagram, Bedroom Candy underscore by Tony, T-O-N-I. All right. Um... I know one thing I I'm pulling up my screenshots now because I have stuff that I'm going to order. Um, listen to anyone we didn't get today. We will get you in the new year. And as always, unless you request otherwise, your questions are anonymous. I think more people this time understood that because we got a lot more anonymous people than we did last time. And you can also use a fake name. Like that's fine too. Like star's name really is star. Like, I thought she was using a fake name, but no, her, her government is star. So, I, and I love that. So good for her. But, um, Tony, I have to mention your plant in the background because every time we're on, if you guys watch the videos from, see, look at the videos from the past, from, from March of this year and also um, in, in July. Um, every time we're on, that plant gets taller and taller. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just trying my hardest to honor this gift. Yes. Alive. <laughs> yes. You know, and it's a money tree. They, they don't need a lot of um, light. You just need to water them once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. there's something in your plant. I don't know what's in that plant, but I'm going to just say this. Whatever's in that plant, we need to send it to Kelly so she can rub it on her man's dick. So it can grow. <laughs> okay. All right, wait, I got to be serious. Be smart out there in those Christmas and New Year's streets. The Chris David Show wishes you a safe and happy holiday season. Happy birthday to all of my fellow Capricorns and to everyone. Happy New Year. We'll see you right back here in 2024. Now let's clap it up for our our sexpert. We can call you the sexpert, right? That's good. Clap it up for yourselves for listening and watching. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your baby daddy, tell your boyfriend, tell your sister, tell your kittens, tell your bullies, tell your OBGYN, mm-hmm. your endocrinologist, and your urologist. Tell all the exhibitionists and foot fetishists, tell all the size queens and virgins to follow us on Instagram at Chris David TV and follow our show at the Chris David Show on Instagram and YouTube. You can also visit ChrisDavidShow.com. There you'll find everything you need to know about the show. Before we go, your comfort comes first. Don't compromise your comfort. You control your orgasms. Don't invest in anyone who doesn't give you interest. If someone doesn't love you the way you are, they don't love you. And you know what else? They didn't stop making dick when they made his. They didn't stop making pussy when they made hers. Okay. They'll be kind. Be well and talk like sex rated XXX. This is Chris David, host of The Chris David Show. Today marks the 35th annual World AIDS Day, a time when we not only reflect on those we've lost, but we look at the progress that's been made 
in HIV AIDS research. Leroy was an amazing designer and hairstylist. He could take any piece of material and make something fabulous out of it. Leroy was thoughtful and creative, and his laugh would light up a room. Jackie Adams, also known as Bambi, was an activist and one of the kindest souls I've ever encountered. Miss Jackie had an incredible sense of humor and was encouraging and uplifting to anyone she met. She also had a cussing mouth, so we got along very well. One of my earliest memories of my cousin Paul was when he brought me over this big Christmas present. I thought it was something electronic, but it ended up being a collection of classic literature like Treasure Island and The Wind in the Willows. I remember not appreciating it at first, but then our grandmother told me how important it was for her to learn to read as an adult. Thank you, Paul, for encouraging literacy and for always being a kind and supportive cousin. We miss you. Since 2010, new HIV infections have declined by 38%, from 2.1 million to 1.3 million in 2022. Age-related deaths have been reduced by 69% since the peak in 2004, and by 51% since 2010. However, those numbers are still too high, and too many people are still being infected. We can do more. Take action. Make a difference. UNAIDS.org forward slash yen forward slash take action. It's all about community. When AIDS affects one of us, AIDS affects us all.